he actually lets me talk him down just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to continue what I was saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> little turd. What's <laughs> what? What's your success percentage? We're talking Ben off the ledge. Yeah. Pretty high, actually. Yeah. I'm not yeah. on. Is it a ledge? Do I jump off no. a ledge to my death? No. Or? You're you're very reasonable most of the time. Anyway, welcome to Practical Shooting After Dark. We are here to talk about shooting. You guys, you guys know the deal. Typically, everybody comes here with a topic, something they want to talk about. But, um, well, I've got a little bit of a, a mea culpa to, to issue, and then uh, I think that should segue into the uh, into the topic quite nicely. Wouldn't you guys say? I think anytime you break out the Latin, it's got it. It's you, it, this is going to be bang up. Uh-huh. It is going to be bang. Well, I can assure you. We've got a bang-up show planned for today. So uh, recently we had a podcast uh, regarding uh, – so there's a dude who uh, who fully fully had a go at him on social media, talked uh, – had a – well, I mean, I'm not going to say fully – Mr. Foley was very aggressive with uh, with a dude on, uh, on uh, social media about – uh, deleting scores. I, I, you know, after the match, this guy essentially withdrew himself, and uh, and I think he said so on Facebook, which was how he was found out, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And well, I uh, I was wrong with my analysis. I thought that it was it was just like he's never going to do this. He's never going to smoke this guy over this incident. Well, I was wrong about that. Uh, apparently, due to my involvement, it, well, at least that's what it looks like. Um, we got we got a guy uh, got a guy kicked out of uh, USPSA for life. So that's a pretty interesting situation, and there's a lot to talk about. So I think we're going to jump right in. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, we're going to get you up to speed. Um, yeah, does this sound good, guys? Yeah. Well, now you all go quiet. All right, so let's let's just the the factual part out there yeah. first. Imagine so like, I don't I don't know what's going on. Just explain what happened. Okay, uh, there's a a gentleman named Ryan Flowers who was I'm not exactly clear on what went down or like the degree to which it went down, but it appears maybe three four occasions he deleted his scores from a match after uh, like after the fact. I don't think this was a secret. Um, Mike Foley got wind of it, went at him on social media, like in public view. They had some back and forth in private. I I saw the public post, so I I had a I took a few shots on Foley at, at Foley on Instagram because I thought he was way out of line. And then um, some time went by, and uh, then um, what is it six six weeks after that, uh, Mister the the gentleman Mister Ryan Flowers got uh, got the lifetime punt. From USPSA, and then after the fact, released all of the PMs between him and Foley, and then everything he sent to the board. So it was pretty interesting to read through there. If you're bored, I posted it up on my uh, my business Facebook page, the one that has the Archer like meme. If you're interested in reading that, we're on the same page so far, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you read through the PMs, there was. Definitely a change in um, so Mike and Ryan are having some back and forth where I would I would describe Mike as mm, like fairly assertive and Ryan as totally submissive would be the the way the PMs went. Then you can see uh, Mike accused Ryan of uh, 
calling me and and having me start start some nonsense on social media and uh then th there was a big shift in tone there uh and uh there we went so that that's the that's the factual stuff yeah what do you yeah. define shift in tone all right well i mean i i i'll, I'll read this so here here i'll read the uh the message to Ryan. Did you call Steger in on this because he's ruining you on Instagram and making it hard for me to find a reasonable solution? I'm trying to make sure I can tell the whole story. I was hoping for education and you being part of the message. What I may have to do if this gets messy is go ahead and suspend you and let the process work it out, which I'm trying to avoid because I don't think you cheated intentionally. That's an interesting statement, by the way. I think cheating necessitates intent, doesn't it? Am I right on that, Tyler? Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. I, I don't know that this was cheating. Uh, no, I. Well, I'm, I'm saying I, I would, no, I, I would slap that label on it, and it appears that Foley probably wouldn't either. Yeah. But he's not really saying that anyway. And I want you to be the guy who knows why this is bad and what it does to the sport. Okay. And then Ryan, like, you know, Ryan denied getting me involved. And I'll say, I'll say right here for the record, <laughs> I don't know the guy. I've never had a conversation with him. Never. And I should say, had he told me what had gone down in PM, I would have given him some advice on how to handle this. That would be different than what he did. Uh, so, so he got us to, so to go ahead. How, how did it come to your attention? Like what prompted you to see it? And then See what the response you did the the post about it or or Mike's involvement with this. Yeah, like, what made I you saw post the, post. the post on Instagram. You just I saw the post. Okay, saw whose post? You're scrolling through your Mike feed Foley's and you see it. Post on on no, it wasn't on Instagram. It was on Facebook. I saw it. You mean you he saw another Ryan's guy's original post? Is that correct, Ben? That? You saw his original post where Mike had engaged him for the first time. Is that correct? That's what, yes, I said, like, Ryan didn't send that to me. It was and that's, like, and that's what I'm getting at. You saw I had, it. For, I, had for, never, I had never had communication with him. For lack never. of a better word, you came across it organically. This wasn't, like, PMP. Well, I, wouldn't, like, I mean, I mean, I, sometimes I go around, like, looking for stuff. And it, uh, other, other uh, one, guy, one guy sent it to me as well, but I'd already seen it at that point. I was like, wait, where is this? And I was like, oh, I've already seen this. Like, yeah. just because it was it was interesting, but it it doesn't matter. Like, the, the, this guy didn't involve me, and I should say I don't think he wanted me. <laughs> Mr. Flowers did not want me involved in this. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Well, like real talk. I mean, I think you'll acknowledge this that he totally got caught in this the Cold War going on between oh, yeah. you and Foley. Like that is a thing. And he's kind of a, a collateral casualty of whatever's going on, you know, well-documented between <laughs> you and Foley. Like he... Yeah, it is. Um, well, I, I mean, and to be honest, like this makes me sound like I'm a little bit ashamed to even say this, but had I known what would happen if I said anything, I wouldn't have said anything. Right. Which, which is, I mean, that's not really right. I mean, it... it I didn't think that quite, quite fact, I, I did not think Mike had it in him to punish someone else for what I did. 
which was essentially criticized comments that he made in public. Like he made these comments in public. I criticized them in public. I didn't go like above and beyond. I didn't like run the guy through the mud. I just criticized his comments in public. That was it. And then I left it. Didn't say anything else about it. Like had an Instagram post, had a podcast, shared a couple memes. That's it. We're done here. But that was enough. So, uh, that was me, for everybody. That was back in early August. Uh, yes, that was early it. August. I don't know when the podcast aired. That that might be delayed a couple weeks. But then August twenty sixth, Mr. Flowers gets a suspension letter. I never heard about this. I was unaware of it. Um, had I been aware, had I been in touch with him, my advice to him would be, hey, just post that. Like, just post the letter. Because, well, I mean, him trying to play ball, like, you know, <laughs> like going into a board meeting. <laughs> that was yeah. an execution, my man. <laughs> that was not a hearing. Um, I don't think so, anyway. Uh, so Mike had another follow-up message to him, now released with, by Ryan. So I thought this message is pretty telling. Uh, Mike says, I'm going to always go by the facts, and I'm pretty forward when communicating with my friends on Facebook, as you know. Steger will use this to harm me and the organization. Now, so this is some commentary for me. It It's not really clear to me how Mike would blame me for harming him for attacking what he posts in public. Like, he came off really aggressive, a little bit unhinged, not really much reason for it. How he's going to spin that around and like, that's me doing that. I don't understand that. But that's what he's saying. And I harm the organization. How the, what? How does this harm the organization? Me saying what I said. I feel like that's more for the health of the organization. But you guys aren't going to say anything. Okay. Oh, yeah, I feel like, man, like this whole thing. Like, it yeah, wouldn't shock me if every guy on here gets punted at this point. <laughs> Well, that no, I mean, no, you're right. Thing. I mean, when um... so define so that's a good thing to say. So, is it in USPSA's power to, or so Foley's power to suspend anybody at any time? Yes, for any reason for or no reason. It's explicitly no in the bylaws. Yes, any reason or no reason at all, and they'll be like, oh, it brings the organization into disrepute. So, and like that's interesting language that he's using there, like that it harms the organization because. Yeah, that's usually the so that's usually the argument that that these guys set up if they're gonna, you know, may have a have another go at someone. So it's like in doing so, now way more eyes on this, which means the facts may alone the uh, may become irrelevant to the narrative owned by those who are publicly posting about it. That's what he's saying. I can somebody explain that to me. I'll, I'll explain it to you then. So because Mike did some stuff and then I was talking about it, then more people talked about it, which now Foley's saying because of that, now this changes the nature of the situation because there's more more people looking at it, which if he didn't want people looking at it, then you typically you don't post about it on Facebook. Yeah, you'd message the person privately and not engage in a public. Which post. was kind of my whole point to begin with. But either way. So uh, isn't he also saying at that same point, though? about trying to find the exact words. Something about people not knowing all the truth or something. 
Yeah, I, I don't really know what that means. Okay. Yeah, so, so Mike goes on. If that happens, then the ability to simply state the facts and the real impact mean less than they did. Steger is sacrificing you to get to me. It won't bother me or affect me in any way. It may make your investigation get way more eyes on it to protect me and you, which means I'm no longer able to simply do what makes sense, but will have to follow the process. All right, so there's a couple interesting things in there. Like, number one, Steger is sacrificing you to get to me. Like, I don't, I don't, like, throw dudes under the bus to get to other dudes. Like, that, like, <laughs> I think, I think this is, like, reality inversion. So what's happening here is <laughs> Foley's hammering Ryan <laughs> to, like, somehow protect himself. Like, he's throwing this dude under the, I'm, like, what? It's, it's twisted. It's crazy. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this. This is fully doing this. Anyway, uh, I'm trying really hard to be the shepherd, but this thing now has the potential to force more public scrutiny, scrutiny, meaning that I'll have to explain it to more than those involved. I may have. I, I lost my play. All right. Oh, I, I mean, after, I makes me job a lot harder to do a lot more scrutiny because you involve stagger. I hope this still works out to you being slapped on the hand for your ignorance and not suspended or terminated. I still don't have all the info I need as there are lots of equally important things going on today. And one or and one, two of those involved in the process are traveling. I'm sorry your mistake is now being used against USPSA in general. So there's three points to make there. Number one, again, Ryan didn't involve me. It wouldn't matter. Like, even if he did, like, what would it matter? Like, how, how do you how do you punish someone else for my actions? Like, that's crazy. Uh, and then Foley saying, I hope this still works out to you being slapped on the hand for your ignorance and not suspended or terminated. Hey, how did Foley vote in this deal? To terminate. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that was honest on his part. And I'm sorry your mistake is now being used against USPSA in general. I just want to make this really clear. <laughs> USPSA, like your club and your match director and like your section, whatever, all that, all of that's fine. That's not a problem. Mike Foley is a problem. Mike Foley is not USPSA. Is that is that clear? Like, that's what I think. And I think my comments have been pretty, pretty pointed in that direction. Like, I, I'm, I don't think that I'm running around saying, you know, this is whatever. All right. So Foley's last message was you and your GF, I, I assume I'm the GF, are now stirring the pot on Instagram. This line of communication is now closed. Your next conversation with me will have witnesses and be on the record. Sorry, dude. Not going to risk any more bad PR or my job for you. Like, is it? It's twist. It's completely the opposite. It's 180 degrees from the truth. Like, fully kicked this whole thing off, and he's still sending these guys message. He's still sending this guy messages. Like, anyway, doing dumb and immature shit has consequences, and I'd hope to use education and a public message to help the situation. But before I could get all the facts to make sure you didn't cheat your way to GM. You involve the guy who likes to watch the world burn. Like, once again, 
I, I just, just to be super clear, none of this, as far as I'm concerned, has been a joke or trolling or shit posting or any other term you want to call it. Like in 100% seriousness, I think Mike Foley's bad for USPSA, and I don't think he should be president. I don't think he should have power in the organization. I don't think the world should burn. I just think Foley shouldn't be in the job he's in. I think I've been clear on that. I feel like I've been 100% like real pointed on that. Well, been pretty consistent in that opinion. <laughs> right. Like in the last few years, I think I've been real straight on that. Yeah. Ben, uh, not to put words in the mouth, the reason for your concern is because you're concerned about what happens to the organization. Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, well I don't, I, to be fair, I don't care as much about USPSA, the organization, practical shooting, the sport I care about. And those two things are, are intertwined quite a much, quite yeah. a lot. So, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So is there any, any other interesting things in the fact pattern here? Just if you're not persuaded that I was not in contact with Mr. Flowers, you think this is him, like him using me as a mouthpiece. The letter to him to suspend him is dated August 26th. We're sitting here recording this in October. Again, had I been aware of this, like his best move would have been just to post that letter. Like the suspension letter from Foley that he received, like, I mean, yeah, that, that would have been, that would have been good. So the real problem here, as I see it, I mean, there's so, there's so much documentation in here. It's hilarious, man. Um, well, there's a few things. So number one, Ryan Flowers didn't get a fair hearing. Would everybody agree with that? Well, I think we need to go into how that works. We so, can, but like, do you think he got a fair hearing? Like, from all everything I've found, there's no way. What do you and, mean found? System, he posted it all. Yeah, he did. So the system is set up also where, like, fully banned somebody, then that person is granted a hearing in 30 days and a time set and can go defend themselves. There is no information provided to the person that was suspended at all that right, time. So, all right, so this was also posted. Um, uh, Ryan emailed Foley, can you please provide the details of the allegations and the supporting documentation, which has led to this decision so I can be prepared for the appeal? Asks Ryan. That's a pretty reasonable question. Foley says, Ryan, no, that isn't something we do. And you know what, is and you know what it is entirely from our last conversation. We don't provide documentation. This isn't a trial. There are no rights other than the bylaws. Thanks for acknowledging receipt of the notice. Okay. So Foley is correct here. Under the bylaws, Ryan has no rights. However, um, I think the fair thing to do would be to, like to it's like, hey, this is what we're looking at here. Like on these dates or whatever, this is what we're saying went down. You know what I mean? Like, Basically, Foley's like, let me paraphrase Foley's email. I'm not going to be fair to you because I don't have to be. Does that sound like a fair paraphrasing of that? Yes. Yeah, that's I mean, I thought way it appears. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's uh, horrible. Like, just because you don't have to be fair to somebody doesn't mean it's not the right thing to do. So and that and you see how Foley's demeanor changed. And he said he I mean, he's he laid it out. He's he's doing this because he thought like. Because of me. I mean, blame me for all of it. Well, just to 
just as a point, um, the the bylaws actually do provide an appeals process. It's they call it's not named an appeal in the bylaws. I believe it's referenced as a review. The uh, the suspended member may request a review of the suspension by board of directors, submitted in writing, stating reasons why. So in a very basic form, you could call that an appeal. So for anyone to say that you have basically you have no rights, decisions final, you get no recourse, that's not entirely correct. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, and I thought it was interesting, <laughs> Ryan Flowers' mom, and this was also released in the docu-dump that Ryan did, um, uh, his, his mother uh, emailed Foley to report uh, some sort of misconduct at a match. Did you guys see that email? I did. Yeah. And Foley's, Foley's response there was, was pretty funny. He said, thank you for your report of this, this alleged occurrence and for your trust. We will certainly look into it. You should also understand there are always single and honest errors and omissions that happen, but patterns of repeated abuse are treated much differently than single accidental occurrences. I hope that your report is one of those, but if it isn't, rest assured we'll rectify it in short order and if necessary, enforce the bylaws. So uh, she she followed on with a bunch of information and then he then Foley's reply to her was, you reported a alleged incident and stated your opinion. You've made your allegations against the board. We have consistently terminated members and clubs for cheating. Yes, guys, that's been a consistent pattern, in case you didn't know. Uh, I'd suggest you review all of the board meeting minutes on our website and you see exactly how many memberships have been suspended and how the board voted in each of them before demonstrating more willful ignorance. I question your motives as, as you are an inactive member of this organization whose only interest in the affairs of her whose only interest is in the affairs of her grown son rather than actual shooting competition. We will investigate your clan, but owe you no further communication and frankly will not be discussing e uh, uh, either one of these matters further with you. Good day. So interestingly, um, her report she reported something to him and he's just like, I don't know. You guys think you're going to do anything about that? No, of course you don't. Okay, so it, so fully talked about some process. Tyler, what is the process in the in the what is the actual process that's laid out in the uh, bylaws? Well, my understanding of the process is that either the president or the board of directors uh, may suspend a member. Um, the board uh, must be notified immediately. And they must vote to see if the suspension is ratified. Um, it's like it's like half a page is the entire termination yeah. of membership section in the bylaws. And just for reference, and as a as a reminder, you guys can all find this yourselves. It's publicly available. It's uh, worth your while to read the bylaws. But this is in section four point one three four thirteen termination of membership. Right. So the interesting thing about this is it's they can terminate essentially can terminate anybody at any time for any reason. Um, and if the person re like wants a review, then just the board has to vote on it. That's basically how it works. Right. So this process that Foley's talking about appears to be, I don't know, like entirely made up. Like, what's he talking about? 
Because I can't find that anywhere. We got to follow when he's saying to Rand, like, we got to follow the process because now now Ben's involved. Like, like, what do you talk? What process? It's like it's just fictitious, I think. Well, and there there are several allusions to. Well, at least the. If you've read this, it's at least implied that like there's other information out there or like he's actively receiving information, like an active investigation is happening. It's not referenced or noted anywhere in any of the documents that uh, Ryan posted, but uh, it's clear like that's the implication is that we're digging, like we're still digging. I mean, okay, but but again, Foley's talking about a process and an investigation that, like, that's not that pro. It's not written down. It's just, I mean, kind of like whatever. Like, just do what you feel like. Because that I mean, that would that would kind of. Well, see yeah. What's I mean, I don't. Here. I don't know. I mean, if there is an investigation, who are the parties? Who are the investigators? You know, <laughs> is, is it just? Is it just Mike? Is it Mike and DNROI? If it's a cheating allegation, I mean, I I don't know. I would like to know, you know, as a member. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, yeah. So, man, that's uh, it's an interesting situation. What, like, I'm not. I, I'm not really sitting here taking up that, like, saying Ryan did nothing wrong, but he for sure did not get a fair hearing. And he got, he got, he, he got smacked pretty hard for uh, what did not appear to be, like, the same thing as cheating, essentially. Um, well, is, uh, any other, any other hot takes on this? Nobody? Like, so what's your take on the whole thing? Like, what's the overall? Well, I mean, you want me to be like to be keep it all the way 100. You guys know me pretty well on a personal level. Um, like, aside from my read on this situation for the organization, um, I think like Foley's like disordered in terms of personality. When I see someone treating me or treating someone else this way, especially like treating someone else this way, I just stay away from them. I don't talk to them. I don't talk about them, and I pretend they don't exist. Unfortunately. This particular dude's like president of USPSA, so that's not really an option available to me. But it's like this dude, like essentially like beating the hell out of like victimizing Ryan. Like no matter what punishment Ryan deserves, he doesn't deserve what like the way Foley was treating him. He like he was totally submissive in all of the all of the interactions. Apologetic, submissive. What do you want me to do? He didn't deserve to get ta- talked to like this, and. And when I see people acting this way, and again, this is consistent with Foley's prior acts. Like when I see somebody acting this way and it just beating down on someone like this, where it's like, I'm going to beat on you and it's your fault. And it's this guy's fault over here. He's not taking, he doesn't take responsibility for anything he does. Um, so I stay the hell away from people like this. And if there's somebody in your life that acts this way, like being 100% serious, I would like walk out on them. Like I don't, I I stay away from people like this. Like there's no winning. There's no negotiating anything. They don't have discussions in good faith, as you can see. Like it is totally pointless to interact with people like this. They do nothing but make you miserable. Well, so that's just that's some personal advice. Like I would stay away from people like this. And for sure, we shouldn't have one at the helm of USPSA. It's horrifying. It's awful. And then the type of personalities that like exist, like 
in close concert with these people like that are allowed to be there like i mean i can't imagine how they get treated or on the flip side what they're willing to go along with it's it's not a good situation and this is like we're just seeing the tip of like a really big iceberg that's that's my my yeah. take on it for sure like there's so much shit going on here that it's hor- it's horrifying like i don't i you, i mean you guys have known me for a while. I really, I, I just, I just ice people out when they act like this because there's not, there's not any point even talking to them. Shut up, Joel. Um, the other thing I have to say is this would be pointed at the board. Um, so the board members a couple years back when Foley uh, wanted to punt me from the sport, and I apparently they had conversations about getting rid of Foley at that point, and they were just like, oh. Don't you do this stuff again or, or, you know, away you go. It's like, you were wrong, man. Like, you can see it. Like, this is just who Foley is. I mean, if you were on the board and you and you voted to spare him, then, like, and, you've, and you're just, like, kind of sitting there praying that he doesn't do stuff like that again, you were wrong. You messed up. And I think you should, I mean, you're never going to say it in public. You're never going to say it to me. You're never going to say it to anyone. But you messed up and you should at least like reflect on that yourself. Like that this the situation is not going to get better. As a matter of fact, it's probably going to get worse. This, these behavior patterns tend to intensify because like the, the political situation, as I see it, is as soon as Foley gets a serious piece of opposition from anybody qualified who actually runs. The, the second that that happens, like he's going to be out and he knows that. So. The amount of crazy stuff that happens between now and then, like, I don't know what that's going to be, but I I mean, uh, whatever. I, I hope it's not that bad, but I'm sure it'll be something. So anyway, that's what I have to say about it. Tyler, you had like a productive procedural change you want to talk about, right? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I've, I, I've done uh, quite a deal of thinking about this, and I, I really think... Um, Hopefully, the board will take this seriously. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I love you, Tyler. Um, if you so something, something, You're such a nice guy, something good can come out of it. Uh, you know, I, I hope. But yeah, I, I have a sort of a, a five-point plan that I think would would be beneficial for these types of situations. And one is. My impression every time this happens is that we sort of make it up as we go along. There's no formalized process or procedure to handle these matters, suspension, cheating, and, you know, organizations, businesses, whatever, when there's a persistent issue or a recurring issue, what they do is they put processes into place to handle these things in a consistent manner so that our responses aren't arbitrary capricious and everything else that we're seeing like you want consistency in your responses and your punishments if need be so that's where we start is let's get a formalized process going the second any process starts with the investigation and to me you know i i have a criminal justice background i did it for about a decade worked in the courts all that stuff and not once ever did the prosecutor also serve as a juror? So to me, it's crazy that 
the investigating body or the, the, the person who performs the investigation and is going to present to the board their findings can later uh, make a ruling and have a vote in that process. It's so ass backwards. Like, you, you can't play both roles. You have to be an independent investigator, like honestly, objectively seeking the truth and then you bring that to the deliberators in this case the board who makes their decision on the best evidence available because if you have a biased investigator someone who has they've made up their mind they're convinced he's guilty or they're convinced he's innocent like that bias comes through in what you're relaying to the jurors to the board so we need independence in our investigations you know in a perfect world DNROI does not vote on uh, in the board of directors. They do not have a vote in a perfect world. Now, just to be frank, I don't have a lot of confidence in NROI as it's currently occupied. Sorry, you may not like that, but it's true. Um, I'm open to suggestions in a perfect world since DNROI plays both roles. You know, he's the head RO of the entire organization he would be ideally suited to be the investigator, especially in matters as it relates to cheating. Um, the third is, we, if you're accused of something, you have to be put on notice what it is you're accused of, the evidence against you, and you have to be given an opportunity to mount your own defense. Like, uh, otherwise, it's you know what you did wrong, like, and just. Yes. No, it doesn't work that way anywhere else, and nor should it. Like, you have to be able to speak in your own defense. And, and, and from all appearances, I can't tell that, <laughs> that Ryan was afforded that opportunity or, or anything resembling an opportunity to mount a defense. Um, no. Oh, he was told, like, exactly opposite that. And that's what they've done on the last few that I've seen. They say, you know what happened. You present your best basically idea or lay your your uh, evidence out and we'll see how it goes against what we have but we're not going to tell you what we have okay and there's one other thing here i mean as as far as the punishment because this would like all of us look at this and be like okay this is not tony cowden and this is not nothing this is somewhere in the middle right so we look at this and it's like you you got to have a conversation with the guy have a conversation with the board decide what you want to do but they feel like I don't understand why they feel like they're hamstrung. It's like we either ban the guy for life or do nothing. I mean, you could just say, hey, if you competed another USPSA match in the next six months, we're going to punch you for life. If you don't, drive on. We'll, we'll call yeah. this one good. And, uh, you know, like you, you get a warning. And I think that like that sort of outcome would be fairly reasonable. So that would be like this, on this probation then, right? Like don't No, it'd be it'd be essentially be a 6-month suspension. It's like yeah. you're not allowed to shoot in matches for 6 months and if you do, you're gone for life. You know? So it's constructively it's a suspension. That's and and on that point, this is not directly related to my plant, but on that point, there's nothing in the bylaws. I've heard this said by by area directors who serve on the board that as it relates to Cowden or this or, or any number yeah. of situations that their only option is like full acquittal 
or termination. And that's not the case as best as I can tell. I've read the bylaws and nothing in there says it's binary choice. It's termination. Like, well, like, is, they, there any, is there anything precluding what I just said? No, that's what I'm saying. Like they, from my reading of the bylaws, they have the absolute authority to suspend someone. And I read it as open-ended. It could be a year suspension. It could be six months suspension. It could be a month. It could be, you know, here's the other point to that. Who cares what the current bylaws say? Like they've expressed the willingness and they've demonstrated <laughs> they've they'll change the it at the drop the of a hat. They change uh, it all true. the time. <laughs> they changed it so that they could change the bylaws more frequently. Like that is a cop out and that I'm not buying that. Like you can change it anytime you want if you're so hurt and all oh, shucks we just well there wasn't enough evidence you know we couldn't ban him for life like shut the fuck up you can because you you're lying <laughs> well it's the it was the same thing when Foley's like now we got it now that um <laughs> now that uh, uh this is steggers in on this facts don't matter and we got to follow the process and you just you're just like what i just that, read the process well, like that's it doesn't how, say anything there's no bend clause in there where that's it says, how bizarre this is. is that's literally <laughs> what he said, is now that you're involved, like you, <laughs> the facts don't matter, and I can't be fair to you. Despite you not cheating, I cannot be fair to you any longer because you posted about it online. It, this whole thing is... Uh, I'm getting well, this got a, this out of, got out of control on Foley. It look it my reading the tea leaves. It looks like Foley wanted to provide a public smackdown for a little bit of entertainment for him or whoever else or whatever, make a show of it, and then beat on the guy in PM a little bit, and then that would be the end of it essentially. But then when I like when I kind of pointed at it and like said how crazy he was acting, then it's like, oh yeah, like now we sorry man, now we got to smoke you. So yeah, I well, guess his defense now be like, yeah, that guy was cheating. He was, it was, you know, Tony Khan that, two point. That's whatever. the definition of arbitrary and capricious. Like it's, it has no, <laughs> no basis and it's not proportional to the crime. But anyway, I'm getting worked up. The, the fourth thing I think they should do is to adopt a formal standard of proof. And that's not, you know, because I don't know what happens in the boardroom. Um, I think it's near certainty. So, like from what I've heard, um, the people that get that get torched, I mean, there's there's admissions. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know all of the kids. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm not sitting in those meetings, but uh, the the kid who was changing. I mean, there was there was admissions, right? Yeah. I would say, I guess confessions, I guess, in in the cases that I'm thinking about. And I think Tony never never admitted to anything ever. Yeah. And despite well, what they and had, here's, had, for whatever here's, reason. Well, and here's the, the unintended consequence of that situation. I know not to relitigate that, but the, the pattern is clear. The track record is, if you're ever accused of anything, shut up, admit nothing, deny everything, and you walk. Right? I mean... So, I actually... It, it, while we were it, talking, I kind of went through all the minutes and saw all the suspension ones. It basically says... By like competitors' admission on all the ones that banned, the ones yeah. that didn't get banned didn't ever admit anything. 
admit well, nothing, deny everything, make and this is I guess this will be my second piece of life advice for people today. You ever get in trouble with the police or USPSA, don't talk, admit nothing, say nothing, and you should be good. So stay away from toxic personalities, number one. Point two, keep your mouth shut. And we should be, I mean, it should keep you out of a lot of trouble there. And so the to wrap up, Joel is so happy right now. You can tell he's so tense. <laughs> I'm typing a mean message to Joel in the chat now. <laughs> well, I, I saw you read the messages that I uh, messaged you, but never mind. <laughs> but, but to wrap it up, put a bow on it. To me, um, and this does not apply just to this situation, I think the board hides behind executive session entirely too much. I think they use it as a cloak. I think there are matters they take into executive session that they don't have to. There are ways to protect anonymity and there are ways to protect the legal interests of the organization without resorting to executive session. You can censor information. Um, I just, I, I have a strong belief. This is just as an outsider with no kind of special knowledge. Um, that executive session is being used to hide the ball a little bit. Um, and I, well, I, I Tyler, think like, like we can even like, this is, I don't want to get into this whole thing, but I think it'd be fair to say that like the big moves, the big picture moves that USPSA makes or the rules changes that happen, things like that. There's not like a national dialogue about, Hey, we're thinking about doing this and this. We, we want input. And you get the sense that there's a genuine, like, they are looking for input. Hey, what are we going to do? Or, hey, we're thinking about making this move. What, what does the membership think about this and this? There's not, there's not like a, a conversation happening with the membership about this stuff. There's just, I mean, I don't see that. There's not. I mean, so, this, I mean, it's not just like an executive session thing. It's just like, they're not, they're not like soliciting feedback on this stuff. Like this is a perfect segue into my topic I had for tonight. And it involves Let's a go, babe. session. All right. So no more talking. And about I, I didn't know USPSA that. USPSA drama. You guys, we did not talk through. about it. So what I want to talk about is I went back and reviewed all the by like the minutes and everything. And it's something called organizational structure committee report. And just as Tyler stated, immediately fully relinquished chair of the meeting to area seven and they went into executive session so they went into executive session for almost an hour so basically 50 minutes so they're changing the or the the structure of the organization in a way that fully is conflicted out of discussion is what correct. you're saying that is correct yes so then they i mean no that's but that's just session. guessing right or so, i mean it's, a, it's an educated guess that's the whole thing yeah. like it's they're it's something with the structure of the organization. Like we could all talk about what our theories on it are. Like no one really knows at this point because it's been hidden in executive session. And Do just you think this would be saying, that this would be the type of thing that we'd have a dialogue on nationally uh, before it happens? You know, why not? Right. I, I'm a why not guy, Matt. Like why not? Why why does it have to be hidden in executive session? Is it like? What are some theories? I guess we could talk about that, or we don't have to. Whatever. Well, it could be like but, a permanent position for Mike. Sure, that's that's one of the working theories I have at least on it. 
Well, I mean, that'd be like the obvious thing. It's like to make like a permanent paid position, like not elected or something. But they had that before Mike was president. Like they, they had did. an executive director that was a permanent paid position. Yeah. Like that's not uncommon in or, and un normal for the org, except for the last maybe 10 years. Well, you're wondering why it'd be an executive session? Or right, exactly, what yeah. Doing? Well, yeah. it's an executive session because of what Tyler said. So they're trying what to hide I said. something, right? Well, I don't know about that. They just, like, if they just do it, then there's a little bit of backlash, and then it's done. If they have this big conversation about it, it's the same as where I say, like, hey, uh, my advice to Ryan, had I been in contact with him about it, would have been post the suspension letter. And I think he would have gotten a more fair hearing because there would have been some public discussion about it. OK, um, in the same way, if if you put something in executive session, you don't put it out there. What you what you're thinking about doing, you don't solicit feedback, which is generally speaking, that's what these types of organizations should be doing, in my opinion. Um, if you don't do that and then you just kind of boom, what we're doing is done. So think about the way the rules changes come down like, hey, this is happening. They don't even announce them. They just post them on the... <laughs> right. The so then there's no... It's like this... Then there can't they have be some special that. word on the NRI website that clarifications or something like that. Like, they don't even announce changes. They just clarify them. And right. like, so boom, they're this, just done. This would be par... This would be par for the course. I mean, this is... This... Well, goddammit. We're going down this road. But this was by kind of my, my larger uh, working theories. Like, the organization, like... Those like is now working for itself mm. rather than working for you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So also the only other thing I think that so that those minutes were from June of 2020. The only other thing I can find that's sort of related to this was uh, entering an executive session on the February in-person board meeting of 2020 for opportunities. And there's no timer on any of that or anything like that. So, uh, but they did go into executive session talking about opportunities. And that's the only other thing that I can find that even semi relates to this or that could maybe be considered to relate to this. Well, I guess we'll find out when it's done and announced, huh? Well, so what I'm asking, I think all members should go and ask their area directors what this is in reference to because yeah, that's affect, that's the typical yeah. So it could directors. affect maybe the local matches. It might not. Like I think the members should know about this. So go talk to your area directors, email them. All their contact <laughs> info is on the USPSA website. I actually saw most of their phone numbers are on the website, so you could call them also. Matt, don't don't do that. Come They're on, on the website. All right. So don't call them. Email don't call your, your director. Like, what good is email going to do? It's an executive session. They can't talk about it anyway. Well, maybe if there's like pressure on it. They're muzzled. They can't talk about it. Maybe they'll change their mind on something. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Joel, you look like you're going to be sad. So why don't you talk about something fun? Uh, I don't know. if It's already been long enough. Do we want to... Uh... Put an end to this nonsense. How is this nonsense? This is one of the best podcasts we've ever done. All Think right, about well, all the practical life advice we've had here. But can oh, I just like, have like a this weekend shooting or something? Okay, no. Right? So no, like life advice number three. <laughs> if you're gonna do something controversial, don't talk about it. Just do it. Boom. <laughs> just do it, and and then 
<laughs> like hands on, just like walk away. <laughs> can I can I say something really quick and then we'll Please. move on? Like uh, I don't think we're moving anywhere. I think Joel's ready to <laughs> like Joel's ready to assassinate this podcast. He's gonna run <laughs> flowers, this bitch. It's I your fault, say, Tyler. Like the 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 org. Um, by all appearances, uh, if you if you're the kind of guy who, as long as the trains run on time and your local match happens every month, you're good to go. You you're not going to note this, but this organization is it's at a crisis. You may not know this, but let me tell you, like as serious as a heart attack, the organization is at a crossroads. And the membership, we're going to have to do something collectively because we're on the cusp of it being out of our control. What you mean? We're in a battle for the soul of the uh, the organization. You know, that because the ten percent of the membership that's really driving things—the match that, directors, the really serious competitors that are going to to area matches and whatnot, and or like shooting their section matches. Um, like the type of people that I see in classes that are like, hey, I'm serious. I want to be better. Or, you know, the, the serious uh, range officers, uh, the people yeah. like, again, the 10 percent that's like they're doing the stuff to facilitate the things happening. They're being uh, like we're in a battle because those people, it's a small group by numbers. So they don't have a lot of political power when they vote because. Yeah. Most of the membership is a lot more casual, like just fundamentally less interested. They don't really venture too far outside their club. And I'm saying that's fine. I got shit on a lot the last time I talked about this. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad. Like, that's okay. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have people such, well, I'll, I'll lump myself in here and Matt's in here and Joel's in here. Like a lot of us are like, I mean, you kind of straddle a few different groups, but there are people who have like garage industry built around this people building guns. There's yeah. the people making money off this, off this thing and their interests don't necessarily align with yours. So I'll give you a good example. Um, it'd be a really good thing for gun builders. If you, uh, if, if we say, Hey, you can have nine millimeter major and limited now we're going to sell a lot more guns, but that's not necessarily good for that core group of the sport. They just all have to buy new limited guns. You know what I mean? But that would, I mean, if you have somebody uh, at running the the rules part of the organization get a wild hair up their ass and decide to do that, like, and the the non-voting or like not like less involved part of the membership is not going to push back on it, then it's going to happen. Is that is that kind of uh, summarize the the issue there, Tyler? Yeah, um, you know, and and people notice like at the club level, people notice that the org is eager to take the money. Um, they're not seeing the return. They're not seeing club support. They're not seeing member support. I mean, we, we have badges like Xbox live oh. now, but, uh, you know, I, and I can feel the eyes rolling <laughs> and I can, I can hear the people saying alarmist and uh, dramatic. That's not my intention. I wouldn't say it if I didn't really believe it. Um, I think I think we're on the cusp of some real trouble here, and if we let it get away from us, then uh, it's lost. So do do with that what you will. I think Matt's does Matt does has a have a point, and it's really our only recourse is that 
you hound your representative best you can. It's not going to do anything. What you really got to do is vote the bums out. They're not working for you. They're not representing you. They're not doing their job. They've abdicated their job to the president. Well, and, I'll say, can I say one thing, Tyler, that you'll agree yeah. with? I measure the, the, I'll measure these people by what they're willing to fight for. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in that position, like, that's cool. Like, if everything's fine, there's no contentious stuff going on, whatever. But if there's actually something contentious coming down or you need to stand up and you need to do something, I'll measure you by what you're willing to fight for and how hard you're willing to fight. Yeah. Like, you guys yeah. know me. I'm, I'm a little bit crazy. I've uh, put my, uh, my career on the line a few times. For maybe not for the best reasons, but I've sure done it. Uh, I'd like to see some of these other guys do something. Jesus. So an example is uh, your latest vote on the Ryan Flowers termination. Go look and see what how the vote turned out. There's I think I think I think A two rage quit the meeting and vote by proxy and no A one voted no. Yeah. So that was the interesting thing. Like in the middle of the executive session. Area two left the meeting and turned his proxy over to area six. And it, when the vote came down, area one voted no, area voted two by proxy voted no, too. Everybody else voted yes. Yeah. As an example of putting their feet or basically putting on the line of what they're fighting for. Or, well, I would, yeah. Well, I mean, that, and we don't know what was said in the session. We don't know. Um, I mean, who the hell knows? What what we do have is Foley's private messages on the subject, and they don't paint a very good picture about his motivations. Not at all. And I, I honestly, I was horrified when I saw this, and it was in the back of my mind. I was thinking, like, is this because of me? And I did, I did message him. I was like, dude, I am, I am sorry this went this way. Because, I mean, it's, it's a little bit sickening. To, it sickens me to think it about myself, but... I would have shut up if I known what was going to happen to him. If if I knew they were going to do him for my words, like I wouldn't have said anything. So believe it or not, these 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 bully tactics they do work on some level. So, Joel, are you ready to call this one a day? Uh, yeah, I think we're ready to call it. Uh, I thank you so much for coming on, Joel. I love you. Oh, just thank, thank you for having me. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say, Joel? Uh, I think you guys all made very valid points. Uh, about the area director part, one one point I would make, I agree with what Tyler and Matt are saying, the go-along to get-along kind of like kind of thing that happens. I'm not saying all, maybe some, whatever, that doesn't do anybody any favor. So I agree very much with what Ben's saying about what they're willing to fight for, because uh, I can think of conversations I've had with people where it's like, hey, this situation happened, and, uh, you know, like how people choose to react or address the situation or act or not act tells you a lot. And if there's something major that happens and somebody gets involved and like, yeah, I, this really, you know, I really feel strongly about this. I want to get involved. I want to make this situation right. That says a lot. And if sometimes it's easier just to keep your mouth shut, and sometimes people do that also, then that's maybe not the person you want in leadership. Well, because sometimes being the boss doesn't mean you always get to do the easy thing. So to go on, add on that five, five out of nine. 
There's nine votes on the board. Yeah. Need five out of nine. Yeah. We gotta we gotta put we gotta put people like Matt on the board. We gotta put young guys who shoot the sport. They're invested. It means something to them. They know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's this, the, this is, the this old like, guard thing, but. It's demoralizing, isn't it, Tyler? I'm I'm standing here, and I really – that's the best way to put it is I have a heavy heart. And that sounds dramatic, I know. But, man, I love this so much. And, yeah, I, I mean, my best friends in the world play the sport. and I think it's the greatest sport with the greatest talent. It's just amazing. And just to see what's going on in our – organization if i'm not mistaken that was a big uh, phrase in the last election this is our organization you know it's well the belongs by and for the members you've just read some you've just read some messages from mike where his his position is that attacks on him are attacks on the organization yeah. and that's like that's the kind of talk where you look at it and you're like well ben, man, that, that's the kind think? of not this is an inflammatory word, but I mean it in its textbook uh, dictionary definition. Oh, no. What we've talked about tonight is dictatorial behavior. And again, inflammatory, but I mean it in the strictest sense. This is, simply put, dictatorial behavior. This is not a leader. This is not a CEO. This is not someone working for the benefit of us. This is it. It, it, it uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's really messed up, um, and you know I, whatever I I, I apologize, but I've kind of I'm done being conciliatory um, with all of our leadership. Uh, it's past that. Um, you like you said. I mean, it's actions, not words. So um, yeah, give me some action. Yeah. Well. Thank you so much for coming on, Tyler, Matt, Joel. Thank yeah, you so much for having lame, me. lame, Joel. Get a haircut, <laughs> brush your teeth, pull up your pants. <laughs> Listeners, uh -huh. if you have a question you'd like Joel to answer about who you should be voting for in all sorts of elections, mm -hmm. or what other content, what else do you want to talk about, Joel? You get pretty uh, weirded out with like sex stuff too. Like ask like <laughs> sex ed questions, send those in. Joel will tell you all the parts of the PP. <laughs> or we could, just, we could just talk about like shooting and getting better that would be okay too whatever you do you buddy um so anyway yeah uh, send us your questions and we uh we'd be we'd love to have a conversation about it we sure would